0: Okay, so we are starting from Ayachasim Aleph, about seven lines down from the top, okay, from the two dots. So we said in the Mishnah, water enough to mix in this eye ointment. So Amrabaya, Abaya says now a rule. Mechti, let's see. Here's the rule. When you have a substance, okay, whether it's milk, honey, wine, and there's two measures of carrying it. Some people. Uh, it's, 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 um, it's chasha for some people at, let's say, a revias, which is about approximately four ounces. But other people use it at one ounce for a limited purpose, right? Uh, or some, some remote purpose, but it's not common. So so for the year, Abayi is going to say the chachamim went with the more common use, which was the four ounce. Even though it's a kula, that they could be machmir and say, if you carry even as little as one ounce, you're going to be chayiv, but they didn't, because that was an uncommon use. However, if you have an item that has used both at one ounce for a common purpose, and four ounces for a common purpose, then they went with the smaller shear and made uchaya for carrying even with the smaller shear because it was a common use. And that's basically what Abayi is going to say and the examples uh, that follow. Okay, so I'm Abayi. Mechdi, let's see. Any substance that has common and uncommon uses... Ezra abana basa to shrikh lekulah. Chazal went with the, with the more common use. And like I said in my example, even though four ounces is a bigger share than one ounce, but since that was more shriach, it was more common, they went with it even though lekula, even though it resulted in a leniency. Shrikhu shrikha, if both the four ounce use and the one ounce use were common, then Ezra abana basa to Then they went with the smaller use. Because again, you have to go, when, when it comes to carrying and the share of carrying, you have to go with what's considered chashev to most people and if it's uncommon to use it at that share, then it's not commonly it's not considered chashev. now yayin now by goes to specific uh, specific uh, liquids yayin wine to drink a glass of wine at 4 ounces is common to use it as a refuah at let's say 1 ounce is uncommon so is So therefore they said a reveas. Lukula, even though it's a kula. Khalav milk, same thing. So four ounces of milk. I'm just throwing an example, but four ounces of milk would be chayiv, and one ounce would not be because to use one ounce for refua is uncommon. So, Honey is different now. Honey, it's common to use, let's say, three ounces to put in your tea. Or, but it's also common, if you have a sore, to, to rub one ounce of honey on your sore. So there, even the smaller share is chashav and shchiach. So Azra HaBonah, and they went with the smaller share. Now... I don't know, like I said, I I wasn't I wasn't locking in on on the shear of three ounces versus four ounces. I'm saying more the concept. Yeah, yeah. Don't quote me on the exact shear. Yeah, I I, look I I don't wanna I don't wanna start saying this one's three ounces, this one's two. I just Uh, I wanted to use just the uniform yeah. Okay, but water, let's see. Water, it's common uses for drinking, which again, in my example, my theoretical example is four ounces. To use one ounce of water, the smallest share, for using the eye ointment is not common. It's not a common use. Why? Because there were many Substances that you could use to make this eye ointment. Water was just one of various uh, options, and so therefore, water wasn't the, the sheach uh, common used. So therefore, why did Cham go with the smaller share, enough water to add to this eye ointment, which in my example is one ounce when they should have gone with the larger share? So Gemara said, Why did they go with the larger share? We're talking about the Galil. In the Galil, the, it was shkiyach, it was more common for them to use in the Ayon in water. But in other places, the, the halacha would be differently. Rav Amar, Rav says no; the halacha wouldn't. They were poor. they were poor. Okay. Rav Amar, you can even say that the uh, Mishnah is talking about other places. Kidush Shmuel, like Shmuel said, Amor Shmuel. All liquids could be used in this ayon mit. but because there, uh, liquid, other liquids are uh, are have, have color. So when you put it in the eye, it's going to blur your vision, right? Because it's going to have a film. It's going to be thicker and it's going to blur your vision. But mayim, except for water, it cures, it has the same effect without having... Uh, and, and blurring your vision. So if you have an option, essentially, if you have an option of using water and other substances, water is the preferred substance. So even though water might not be more common, but it is considered chashuv because it's the preferred treatment. Because if you have two treatments, right? So if you went to your eye doctor and your eye doctor says I can give you two treatments, one that's going to blur your vision and one that's not going to blur your vision, obviously you're going to use the one that doesn't blur your vision. It's more preferred. So zuchrava, therefore, it becomes more chashuv. So, so if, uh, if I'm bringing that drop of Coca-Cola, I say which would. Have- Help with the what he called. It. So it's enough for the sheer to, to 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 what he called with with uh, the to, to not to, where it's going to blow your vision, but it's still enough to heal it, etc. That would still be a problem, or it wouldn't It's not going to be a problem because Coca-Cola in that in that instance is not shchiach. It's not common, and since it's not common, it's not chashuv. If it's not chashuv at that sheer of one ounce, you're not going to be chayev until you have a Khashav sheer. All these things, this whole this whole perek, it has to be the item has to be considered a דבר consider chashuv. So, so we always want to say, what's the minimum amount of a share for it to be considered a And then there's Machleikas. Machleikas says, do we look at most people? Or do we look at, no, individual people and say, well, to you it's Chashuv, because you go and store it at that shear, and other people, it's not Chashuv at that shear, and that's the and we're actually, the reason why I'm spending a few extra seconds talking about it, is we're actually going to dive into that Machleikas very shortly. So that's why I'm, 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 I'm spelling it out. Okay? But that's why. So Coca-Cola at that level, Chazal said, it's not common, if it's not common, it's not Chashuv. Chashuv equals uh, chayiv. That's what, Chashuv equals your chayiv for Haitzah. Okay. Now, we said all other liquids, if you carry your We have a price that says specifically blood and other liquids. That's the Blood was used uh, enough at a smaller share to apply to one eye. Why? Because if they had a speck that was sticking out of their eye, in other words, they had some sort of ailment on the outside, they would p- apply blood. To the outside of the eye to heal it, Mine what type of blood the blood of a wild hen, so a wild hen which lives out in the forest away from from where people live, that blood was used to, to cure this blood and now is is at a smaller shear enough to apply to one eye but the for cataracts if you had cataracts or uh, I forgot which it was. Uh, I think it's where we talk about the Mumm in an animal. So, one of the mumim that we talk about is or a speck in the white of the eye. But it's in the eye. We're talking about things in the eye. So, in the eye, you use blood to cure it. Blood of a mole. Okay? Different blood. So, tomorrow says, How do you remember which blood is used for which element? So, it's very simple. Gava gava. The mole which lives amongst people in in cities. So, that you use for the inner element inside the eye. But bara the wild hen which lives away from people, that's used for the element on the outside of the eye. Okay. Bamed Varma Now the bride says, what were he talking about? B'maytzi. Someone who takes out uh, an item into the Rosh Hashirah. But somebody who stores an item Then even a smaller shear is going to be chayev because uh, because uh, Smallish is going to be chayv, okay? Because that that, that person, it's considered a davar chashav. Let me just muting my phone, okay? Um, now, Rav uh, Shimon Now we had this machlokis already. The first mandi Omar was Rav Shimon ben Elazar, I believe. Now, Rav Shimon Oimer, This is, I think, Rav Shimon Gamliel. Shimon Aimer, ba medvar mamurin. No, that, we're talking about these minimum shiurim are for somebody who stores them at that chair. But for someone who carries out you're not going to be chayev unless you carry the revias. Okay? Now, who... It's again. That's Reb ben Azzar. So ben Elazar, who argues that Reb ben Gamliel, he admits that That if you take out waste water into that the sheir is Now, the first problem that the Gemara wants to deal with is hold on a second. Uh, so the Gemara says, That's the sheir emar stated for somebody who carries it out. But somebody who stores it kol Shahu. So the Gemara is bothered by this. Hold on a second. If you, you, You're trying to contrast somebody who stores something and somebody who doesn't store something. And we're saying both cases, whether you store or you don't store, you're chayiv for carrying out. So the price the is not is saying the wrong thing. It says, for someone who carries out, he's chayiv at one share. For someone who stores it, he's chayiv at a different share. But even someone who stores it, he's carrying out also. What do you mean? It should say, for someone who doesn't store, this is the share. For someone who stores, it's a smaller share. So that's the Gemara's Kashal. Why does it say a Maitsi is one share and a Matzni is another share? it's really the same thing if i'm once am yeah everyone's a mighti both are at No, and no, no, am are both mighti that's right moitsi mighti maximum sneer is the same thing that's right so frankly about automat the guy who stores it is not a carrier so what do you mean so my ba you know we're talking about and amali rab we're talking about an apprentice who's serving his master so the master tells him one day lekhu fani i'm going to eat in an hour go and clear my place Okay, and in order to clean his place, so by clearing it he has to carry things through to Rusharab in order to clear off the guy's table. So if he took out something that's kharshiv to everybody, then He's chayiv for it, even if it's something the master wouldn't store. Because again, something that's kharshiv to most people, you're gonna be kaya for. Now if it's something that that is not kharshiv to most people at that shear, e Rabe. So it depends. If his master would store it, it's chashiv to his master, then mechaiv yilaveh, then you're still going to be chayiv. But viloy, if it's not chashiv to other people, and it's also not chashiv to the master, then loy Mikhaev then you're not going to be chayiv. And the chiddush here is that I'm, not, I'm going to be chayiv, even if I'm not machshevit. But if my master is makshavit, I'm still going to be chayiv, and so will anyone else who carries something out. Just because my master is machshevit, that makes it a chashiva item, and by carrying it, even though it's I'm not, I could care less about it, I'm going to be chayiv. Now that is the shita of the Tanakama. Of Amar, Chon Reb Shemit, the if somebody takes out wastewater into a shisram, that the are obvious. the Raviyas, Tatashiris Raviyas, Zegmar says... Why should even a revius be chayiv? Even a revius is What could you do with a revius of wastewater? You could knead clay with it. Okay so so uh, you use a revise some water to knead clay fact the clay is used to suspend ben in order to form an opening for the pecore now let's take a minute and look at the core because we're actually going to the next mission is actually going to get into the pecore let me share my screen quickly with you host disable participant screen sharing can the host please enable participant screen sharing Back here, okay. So let's look at the picture. So we're all familiar with the fam- with, with, with these types of pictures of someone who wants to melt gold in order to make, let's say, in this picture, he's making gold bars. So in order to 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 make gold bars, you have to heat up the you have to heat up this 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 um this item very hot. Now, how do you heat this up? So the way you heat it up is stop. The way you heat it up is you use one of these. Okay, you put the gold in this little cup. The cup goes in this thing, which is a core. This is what we're talking about. And then you fan the flames with this thing, with this mapuach, which is a bellows, okay? You you do a fanning motion with the bellows. It pushes hot air in, and it it fans the flames, heats up the fire, because obviously when you're melting metal, it's got to get really hot. Now this tiny hole over here, okay? I'm going to draw for a second. This tiny hole, sorry. This tiny hole over here, Now, you need a snug fit in order to force hot air in. You need a very snug fit. So what they would do is they would put a tiny piece of clay around it so that the bellows would fit very snug. That's what we're talking about. So we're talking about the tiniest bit of clay that you would use to... Make a small hole. So the Gemara says, What do you mean? If you're only using enough clay to make this tiniest of holes, what do you need? A reverse of water? You need much less than a reverse of water to make this much clay. So, and for the Gemara, like Hashah, the Bryce that says a smaller shear is talking about when it was already needed. With your you needed it ready with your hands. So think of the example I gave my kids and my, my son Zachary when I was learning with him before is if you make if you're Ostrovitsky and you want to make a chala, you, you know, I'm sorry, you want a kazayas of chala, you're not gonna just bake a kazayas of chala, you're gonna make a challah and you'll rip off a kazayas. You're not gonna sit there and need a whole chala a, a whole kazayas just just to build a kazayas. So it's the same idea here. Hodimagabel, when I already needed it, and now I'm taking a little bit of clay from the trunk that I have. And I just want a little bit and I want to get it a little bit more Moist, so I'll add a drop of water to, to, to moisten the clay. But I'm sorry, so I'll use a drop of clay to, to fit in the hole. But how do I when I'm first kneading it to begin with and making this clay to begin with? I'm not going to just bother with a tiny piece. I'm going to make a whole a whole ganze clay, and that, for that I'm going to need a revia. So no one's going to bother kneading with their hands clay just to make a tiny hole. They'll make a big big uh, clay and then they'll store it every time they need it, they'll bring it out from storage. Okay, next Mishnah. Let's go to the Mishnah now, and let me move to the other pictures. Give me a sec. Okay, I gotta move this. Good. Wrong way. Commissioner, if you could please keep the pictures of the women out. I'm gonna try. Give me a sec. Okay, weiter. Uh, Next, you have R. Hide is uh here he's making an amulet. Kid last is can they enough to make an amulet? Cloth, parchment, kiddoval of parsha katanisha bit fillin' enough to write the smallest parsha of t which the mishnah says uh the eye ink, kid licht of enough to write two letters. Um and then you have Kikol, the eye paint is kidhol Inachas enough to do one eye, the Mishta's gonna ask, but a woman uh, colors, two eyes. So the, the, I'm sorry. The Gemara will deal with that. Devek is glue. Could they leave them to enough to place on the head of a board. Why would you do that? They make glue traps out of this. They trap birds. So I actually, I saw in the art scroll. He says that that's something they still do today. And uh, surprisingly enough, I found on Google they actually do it today. They catch birds. They put glue on. They put glue on, on, on these sticks, and they catch birds. And of course, you can see from the article here that the ASPCA is not happy about the slaughter of birds. But they actually use this uh, this um, this method today. Right there. What's next? Uh, back to the other pictures. Um, then I have uh, what's next is uh, Zephyr's pitch is because they lost his neck of enough to form a hole. So what they would do is that if they had a barrel of, 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 of oil, let's say, so what they would do is that they would, um, they would make, they would cover it, seal it up, and then and let's say there was mer- I'm sorry there was mercury in here so they would make the tiniest of holes and then they would seal up the hole so zoz is enough to form a hole shav wax ketelite and neck have cut enough to place on the opening of a small hole Chaisis, if you have crushed brick is kedelaso's pecor shall surface of enough to again back to our the, this, this crucible that we talked about. So crushed brick is enough to make an opening. So we're talking about this opening right here. Enough to make this opening. That's, that's the shear of crushed brick. You're going to be chayiv. No. K'day lasso's pitput. Pitput is the tripod. The, the little feet that, it's, that, that, that it rests on. That you're going to be chayiv. Subin is bran. K'day litayn al-pikor shaltzer Enough to... There were two uses for it. Either they stuffed bran in the hole in order to seal in the, the heat... Or they used it as fuel for the fire, like you see this guy over here. He's busy. He's busy um, I'm dropping um, bran into the fire. And then we have Sid is lime enough to um, uh, smear on the little of girls, which we'll see what that means in the Gemara. enough to make the hair on your temples lie lie flat. Over here, you see her. She's patting it down. Rem the enough to smear on the forehead. Okay, that's it with the picture. So now. The Gemara asks, so chevel, So chevel. so the Gemara asks, uh, with the with the rope. So the Gemara says, enough of I'm sorry, Hevel namelhaev. You should also be Khayev for the rope, enough of to make that handle, that loop for the um What's it called? For the sieve, sieve and the sifter. Skibara says, no, came in the Charik Bimana. Rope is very coarse, and it would it would cut, it would rip into the sieve, into the sifter that you see here. And so, therefore, they didn't use it. Lay out the Inish. People don't use rope, they use the softer material. The gemi is what they use. Tanrab Banar Hudson. We're going to talk about now some other materials. Hudson, if you have palm branches. is Lasses, Oizen, Lasal, Kfifa Mitch. It's enough to make a handle for a basket that was made out of. The branches of a palm tree. The, I'm sorry, the bark of a palm tree. Siv, if he takes out the bast of a palm tree, that's the vines that Lizzie talked about several times. The, the vines that grow around the palm tree. That is a myrim. Others say an upi enough to place on the mouth of a funnel. Basically, you would use it like a cheesecloth. You would. You would strain wine, lasanin asayin, to strain wine. You would use it like a cheesecloth to strain the dregs from the wine. So that, that, that that's the sheer. grease, is pug ketan, enough to put under a small wafer. So think of the ovens that we always talk about that you put the lafas against the oven in the olden times. So, how do you get the lafas to stay attached to the wall? You smear some grease on it and it sticks to the wall. So, that's what we're talking about, a small wafer. That you put inside the oven to keep it to stick. Kamishiura, how much is that? casella? as large as a cella. How much is a cella, you're asking? So go to the Living Time Museum guy and he'll tell you exactly how he'll show you what a cella is. But Tanya I, we learned, it's the share of a Kigrigris, not. sell it to you. He'll sell it to you. Very good. So "Yeah, E D V the It's really one share. The size of a dry of a Gregoriz and the size of a sella is the same share. Maichen cotton. is enough to make a cotton ball. The How much is that? K'egal is the size of a nut. And the Living Time Museum guy will sell you a nut too if you want to buy it. Niyar paper they lichtov love Kesha enough to write the tax collector's receipt. Okay, so let's go back to the tax collector's receipt for a second. So the Gemara says, "Tano, we learned in a brayis How large is this receipt? It's two Greek letters, okay? And Greek letters, the Gemara's point is that the Greek letters are larger than the Hebrew letters. So whereas a regular Aleph and Beis is, let's say, an eight-point font, a Greek letter would be a ten-point font. So it would be slightly larger. So the, and obviously it's a bigger share of paper. In fact, the Gemara minu, but I'll have a steer from a and The says, I'm mitzniyach cholak. If somebody takes out a blank piece of paper. If there's enough a uh, space on it to write two letters, you're going to be chayiv. you're going to be potter. So that the Gemara assumes that that price is talking about Hebrew letters, which is a smaller share Yeah, we're talking about Greek two Greek letters. They're both, both prices agree. Rav Amar says, "No, they don't agree." Two of our smaller letters, ubeisah khizah, and enough room to hold it, right? So when you're presenting, so let's say you have a piece of paper, okay? So if you have a piece of paper and you want to present it, you need a margin on the paper to hold it. So let's say, for example, this tissue over here is a piece of paper and I want to present it to somebody. So for me not to cover over the writing with my finger, there has to be a margin on the outside so that I don't that I don't cover it, right? Or if you look at your art school paper, you'll see there's a little bit of a margin around the edges for you to grab onto. So, so Rub is saying the base letters with the margin is the equivalent of the Greek letters taking up the the whole page that's the we saying Dino catch and it's the same the Gemara now is going to ask Akasha that that doesn't seem to make sense so if somebody takes out a raised paper who Perua or a paid loan document in even if in the margin shalloi, if in the documents margin is there's enough space in the margin to write two letters then I bechulai, or in the entire paper livroich shall enough to put as the other picture here you see, enough to put over these small balsam flask, gonna be Potter. Now the problem is that it seems to uh, the the Bryce the seems to suggest that it's enough. Just to uh, the margin alone, you chayiv alone if you just um the just what's it called, just with the margin. So 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 without the, the the part of the paper. And Rav said that it's the margin with the paper with the kedei So what do you see that we're talking about two small letters without the kedei achiza? says first bishlam Rav Sheishes according to Rav who said the two letters in the second brayza is two Greek letters. So shop here so we could say the same thing for the third brayza too. What does the third b'risa mean there's enough space in the margin for two letters, two Greek letters, and they're all talking about the same shear? Elul or but according to <in> Ravah <Hebrew> the the said that the second b'risa means that there's enough space for two letters and the margin. But, but the Hainu Keshe Marksen, which is the same as the tax receipt, but here the B'raisa says that you don't need enough space. The margin alone is going to be Chayef. So the Gemara says, it's a problem. If somebody takes out the tax receipt. Now, the Gemara now is going to get into Remember, when you have an item, it has to be that it has a purpose; that it's chashuv to somebody. Somebody needs it. If nobody needs it, it's completely worthless. Let's say it's an expired lottery ticket. Nobody could do anything with it. It's a worthless piece of paper. So then you're not chayiv. So the Gemara now wants to get into this star this Kesha meichsin. Does it still have a use? So that's the Gemara now is going to deal with. Hamitzeh keshra meichsin. Somebody takes out the tax receipt. Now, actually, here are Before you showed it to the to the tax collector, because obviously you need it. Once you show it to the guy, you don't need it anymore. So putter, you're going to be Potter. Rabbi, Rabbi Huda says, even once you showed it to the guy, they should because you still need it. Now the Gemara is going to get into what exactly do you need it for? So the Gemara says, what is says, it still useful for? Whether he has runners. Okay, So sometimes, let's say you cross the bridge. So you cross the bridge, you show the receipt, to the tax collector that you paid it. Now you start walking past the bridge. Now the tax collector has runners that go after people. Maybe somebody skirted uh, skirted the tax collector and, and, and let's say hit, hit on the side of the bridge or whatever. He, he got around paying the taxes. So he would send out runners to go and track people down and double check so you still need it Yudhi, you still need it for the, for the checkers but according to the Tanaka no if, if that ever happened the guy would just go back to the tax collector and say get, get this guy off my back he doesn't actually he wouldn't actually hold on to the receipt Rava Rava says differently the difference is whether there's the tax commissioner and whether there's, uh, there's associates that work under him so if there's one tax commissioner that you, that you have to show it to so once you show it to one guy you're done but according to Rabbi Yehuda, no, if they're, if they're subordinates, you would still want to show it to the subordinate. And again, the Tanakama would say no, you would just go back to the, the uh, overall commissioner. Uh, Ashi My between them, there's <laughs> only one guy. Because you want to show it to the next guy. In other words, like this On Monday, you cross the bridge and you show the receipt. To the, to the guy on Monday. Tuesday you cross a different bridge. So you want to show the second guy, I'm going to say to the guy on the second day, look, leave me alone, don't harass me, because you can see I'm a guy that pays my property tax bill. So you still want to keep a receipt even after using it to show that you, that you have good. Now I'm going to just, since we're on this point, we're going to get into a star loyve in a minute, the star choy, which is a loan document. And the gemara there is going to say a similar concept. How do you prove credit in the year... In the year zero. Okay, we're in the year 2020. So we have a credit score with the three credit bureaus. How do you prove in the year 100, right? Way back in the times of the Tanoim. How do you prove your credit? You show a shtar that was paid up. And you say, look, this guy lent me money and here's my shtar that I paid him up. So that's how you support credit. So the Gemara is going to say a similar thing. You want to show a used loan document to prove that you have a good credit score. Okay, so I'm just mentioning that now because it's the same concept. And we'll come back to that. Tanar Somebody takes out a shtar So again, if it still has a use, you're gonna be chaiev. But if it doesn't have a use, you're gonna be potter. So actually, prior before the borrower paid it, Chayev. You're gonna be Chayev, because you're the lender. The only way you can possibly get paid for this loan is with the star. So it has it has a purpose. prior once you paid it back, potter, you potter, it has no purpose. If you don't know, Af even if the borrower paid it up, you still chayem he still needs it. Again, the Gemara now is going to go through my what is the Kamina. and we're going to have four them and why exactly you would hold on to a shtar chayif. So I'm Rebbe Yosef. Also, The machloikes between them is whether you're allowed to hold on to a shtar chayif. So there is a machloikes in the Gemara. If you have a shtar chayif. so I'm a lender and I have a shtar chayif. Now, once the borrower pays me back, am I allowed to keep this or do I have to shred it? So there's a machloikus. What's the problem? The problem is I'm gonna stick this loan document amongst my papers. Five years from now, I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna say, oh look, Lizzie owes me a hundred bucks. I'm gonna go back to Bezdin and get Lizzie to collect again. So there's a machloikas because that may happen and it's gonna be Geneva. So maybe I'm not allowed to keep this in my house. So if Yanisib says that is enough, that is the machloikas between the Tanakama and Yehuda. Rabundan Savi, the Tanakama holds Osalatra You can't hold it in your house, so it has no purpose. Is, can't leave it around so therefore it's your putter if you carry it out no you could keep it around what could you use it for could use it to cover our old belts and flask uh, with, with, with the paper so there, since you're allowed to keep it around you're going to be high for carrying it out a second shot to no everyone holds that you're not allowed to keep the star hanging around over here we're dealing with thechy okay so here is the uh, case of my distarcha So I come to Besdin. So L- Luzi, I loan Lizzie a hundred bucks. I come to Besdin. I can't get Aid in for this star for whatever reason. So I come to Besden and I say, Lizzie, this is a star you owe me a hundred bucks. And Luzi says, yeah, I did write that star. However, I paid it up. So there is a machloikas. Do we trust Lizzie? on both things that he said or only the first part? In other words, like this. Once Luzzi admits to me that he wrote the shtar, do we say that that's enough for me to collect from him? Or no, since there's no adem maybe it might be shtar even though Luzzi admits that he wrote it, we do have to rely on Luzzi. Second point, that what he says is that and I paid it up. In other words, he has to say, I still owe it. It's not enough to say that he wrote it. He also has to admit that he paid it up. Otherwise, because with Adim, I can't get it. So unless Lizzie admits that he owes it, I can't collect with it. So that's the nafkamina. Right? Exactly. That no, it's not enough for Lizzie to say that he wrote it. I can't collect until Lizzie admits that he didn't pay it. So therefore, a star without edim. Is worthless because I can't collect with it. Now, once Lizzie says he wrote it, I don't need him to admit that he paid it. He didn't pay it yet. I can collect with just the star, and therefore it's going to be chayiv because it has it has value. So that's what it means. What does the to mean? It depends if he paid or not. It means until Luzi tells me until the borrower says I repaid or I didn't repay in other words according to the Tanakhama it's all going to depend on what Luzi says without Luzi saying I owe it or I don't owe it I cannot collect with the shtar and therefore if he doesn't say anything I can't collect with the shtar it has no purpose Rav Amar, Rav says the third shot everyone holds no Luzi has to say he owes the money in order to collect we're talking about a case where there are best things that write a so let's say I, I lend Lizzie 100 bucks. same case, but I lost the receipt, okay? I lost it. I don't have it. I come to Besdin, I say, Lizzie, you know, I lent you the money, pay me back. Lizzie says, fine, I'll pay you back. Now, in certain Besdins, they would write a receipt to Lizzie. In other Besdins, they wouldn't. Why? Why? What's the problem with writing a receipt? Because now the Achreis is on Luzi that he doesn't lose the receipt. Because if in five years from now, I find my Shtar Choyv and I come back to Bezdin, if Luzi loses his receipt, I'm going to collect again. So some Bezdin said... You can't collect from Luzi until you find your Shtachayv because why should we make Luzi keep a receipt? It's your problem. Other Bezdin said, no, it's Luzi, you were nice enough to lend Luzi the money. So Luzi has to track the receipt. So it all depends on whether you're in a Bezdin that writes a Shavah or a receipt. So, that's what we're saying. They're arguing whether it's a Bezdin that... Uh, we allow, we allow, do we allow Bezdin to write a receipt? Tanakam says we write a receipt. So therefore, I don't need the Shtar Choy. So once the Shtar Choy, I don't need the document anymore. So therefore, I'm not Khayev for taking it out because it has no purpose. Because Lizzie has a receipt. If I ever find it, Lizzie's going to bring his receipt. So I can't do anything with the star anyway. Rabbi Yudah ain't quite We don't write a receipt. So if Lizzie goes ahead and pays me without a receipt, I technically could go and collect again with the star in five years from now. Lizzie has no receipt. So therefore, the star is value. Rabbi is going to say, "Oh, the star is value. Now you're chayiv for carrying out the star." Last shot with Ashi Yamar. Very simple. Exactly the whole thing I spent the time telling you about before. Credit. How are you going to prove? How is Lizzie going to prove he has good credit? He needs the shtar choy after it's paid up to say, hey, look, I have good credit. David lent me money and I paid him back. No, Look, I'm a guy that pays my bills. I'm a guy that pays back loans. So lend me. And you see, I have good credit. So that was a very simple Avashi she holds. It's in order to substantiate your credit. All right, we'll hold it here.